grand raising everyone and look what you love spirit and coffee got my coffee here mm -hmm. very good all right uh, let's get started um reading from the emerald tablet alchemy for personal transformation um i haven't moved much from this chapter um so we'll continue on had a good talk yesterday about trauma and overcoming trauma what it takes the process that we have to go through understanding our internal process um, and how that works once we understand ourselves and internally then we can start to take it externally into some sort of practice and way of engaging the world okay as the son of heaven and earth the initiative um has inside himself not only the four earthly elements but also three heavenly ones which is why the ancients viewed the individual as the microcosm of the whole universe the same forces that shape the cosmos are present in man so <clears throat> excuse me we talk about the macro and the micro macro being the cosmos micro being you your universe you are a universe you're you're more than the stars you're the entire universe made up from the universe okay um, that shape the cosmos are present in man. This is the meaning of the doctrine of correspondence and the whole impedious of spiritual alchemy. No matter how far man has fallen from grace, <clears throat> sorry, no matter how tightly shackled to the chains of physicality he has allowed himself to become, there is hope for him because he has all, um, all the elements necessary to set himself free. Um, all he has to do is purify the earthly elements in his soul okay and this is the big piece and this is the hardest piece um because our experience is so vastly different from everybody else's the way you experience your body the way you experience life the way you see the world is different than xyz person everybody has their own unique way and this is where conflict arises and it's really hard for us to communicate what we're seeing and for somebody to 100% agree with everything that we we believe or see, right? It, it doesn't work that way. That's not the way life works. And everybody has their own sort of opinion, their way of looking at the world, their way of engaging the world. So it's all different. And this becomes hard because this is where emotional bonds happen. This is where we are able to share with individuals. And because we're communal beings, it's trying to get buy-in for the way that we view the world. And sometimes we compromise ourselves, and that compromise um, sometimes takes a hit to our integrity and when it does that sometimes our soul or our body whatever it is it doesn't like it so it's kind of hard to be fully you and accept who you are so it's not about finding a community of individuals um it's finding a community of individuals that accept you just for who you are exactly as you are without trying to change you and allow you to be who you are, hold space for you, which is a concept that we have been talking about, holding space, letting someone hold space for you, someone who accepts you just the way you are um, without trying to change you. <clears throat> God, I'm sorry, I'm just coughing today. Okay, so... Um, the elements in his soul and personality um, and active the heavenly elements of his dwell indwelling spirit this is the great work 
to dissolve all of his inferior within him and coagulate all that is superior, okay? So the inferior within is, is the pieces of us in it uh, that we don't want to deal with. And those are those conversations that sort of bring us down, right? They, they add density to us. They don't allow us to be light and fluid and free. So in other words, we have to transmute the very elements of which we are made. And this is a lot, this has to do with not only our thoughts, our emotions, and the way we see the world, but also what we put in our body it has a big, 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 that's a big part of it. Our bodies obviously are made of cells. Our cells feed on the food that we eat. So what we put in our body does have an, an adverse effect or it has an effect on how we feel, how we engage the world. And they tried to, it's funny because my friend was talking about, you know, in the ancient times, they wanted to purify themselves. So they were eating gold and silver and mercury and they were doing all kinds of crazy stuff to try to purify the body. Um, we have systems though. Over time, we realized what, what it would take to purify the body. There's herbs, right, that help us. So we have herbalists, and those herbalists can help us to reset our body. They can help us to find the elixir. Now, some people are different. Some people need more of one thing and not so much the other. For instance, my iron's low. Some people have too much iron. So how do we balance out the body? And hormones is a big thing. Understanding your hormones and understanding how to balance out the hormones. So you become the vessel for alchemy. To set in motion your body into a state of bliss, harmony, peace, tranquility. So that you're not extreme one way or the other. And the elements are within us. So we have to learn the elixir for ourselves. What is our elixir? Some people can't are sensitive to certain foods. Some are allergic to other foods. All different, but we have to figure it out for ourselves. That's why you are your unique alchemist. Good morning, Christina. Your alchemy is not going to be my alchemy. The way that you engage the world is not going to be the way I engage the world. It's going to look very different. And that's something that we need to understand. How do we figure out our own personal alchemy? The first of these symbolic higher elements, sulfur, was known to the ancients as the brimstone, burning stone, and it was widely used for medical purposes. Pure sulfur, sulfur is a golden powder, but if it's ignited, it burns with a biting odor um, and leaves behind a red plastic mass. Alchemist's office referred to this as simply the king or the lion and gave it a uh, active masculine characteristics they associated sulfur with the sun the energy and the spirit of nature the second heavenly element mercury was called the quicksilver living silver and it could be formed it could be found in nature weeping through the cracks of certain rocks okay so are accumulated in the puddles and mountains um are the grottos um by roasting rocks of cinnabar mercury sulfide over the open fire the glistening metal expands and oozes out of tiny openings in the rock dripping down to the ashes where it could be later collected 
Mercury is an amazing substance full of contradictory characteristics, which is why the alchemists refer to it as the rebus. Um, uh, hold on, sorry. Uh, something double-natured. So rebus, something double-natured. It is only the metal... Um, it is the only metal that is liquid at room temperature, yet it forms solid um, amalgams um, when mixed with other metals. It is also has the ability to dissolve gold, and it's still used in other metals. It is also uh, today, oh, sorry, uh, sorry, I can't read, obviously, today. It also has the ability to dissolve gold um, and is used today to mine uh, the pre precious metal. So it's highly volatile and uh, uh, when heated in a flask it collects a white powder at the neck of the flask white while red crystals form below okay the white powder is one of the deadliest poisons known and has claimed the lives of many unsuspecting alchemists so may i ask you what you're reading from yes 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 so the book is the emerald tablet alchemy for personal transformation dennis william hawk um it is a pretty awesome book um i like it because it is um talks about personal transformation rather than you know chemistry or how to con conjure spells and all this crap right it's talking about you personally you are the vessel for personal transformation um and so it it teaches you or gives you some insight as to how we can take what is what we see as external and apply it internally to ourselves. so um a really great book um i've read it like many times and um decided that i was going to read it on here because um it's important that people understand what alchemy is because i'll just talk about alchemy and then they're not sure they don't have an idea you know alchemy is i would say it's it's a process it's um a happening and emerging uh i don't know what the best way to say it it is what it is in other words it's not something that we created it's something that's a, it's a happening and we see it happening everywhere and so it's probably the best way to describe how natural law or the highest form of law um, operates and and that's really kind of what i would say about alchemy um it's it's and it's a process that we have to go through we can look at it as a process and then we find the elixir of life right the philosopher's stone we go into all that kind of stuff people looking for the holy grail they're looking for all these things that seem magical and mystical and the reality is you're the magic you're the mystic <laughs> you're the magician you it's you it's not this outside thing you are the energy potential it, it, it's quite amazing when we think about how many evolutions so it cosmology and consciousness right it's this is um a course i'm taking this this quarter uh pretty interesting talks about the beginning of time right or what they believe to be the beginning of time um and how things sort of operate scientifically in the world now that's one piece of it was the scientific understanding like how do we describe what we see and what they think is that there's been four star evolutions and because matter broke down into chaos and a new thing was born, 
now we have what we call earth, right? And I would say this is the fourth cycle. Now, when we look at it and we think about ourselves, we are stardust in motion. We have, we are created from the stars, right? All of the elements that live within us. Do you believe you can do this through purification of the spirit and clearing off the thoughts? This is how I'm approving this process. Great results. Uh, <clears throat> hey, LaRock, do you believe you can do this through purification of the spirit and cleaning off the thoughts? Tell me what you mean by cleaning off the thoughts. I don't know what you mean by that. Purification of the soul. I would say that the soul or the spirit are purified already. I don't know if it's purification. It's more a purification of the body and the mind. And then the spirit comes in and can do its thing. So the spirit and the soul, I would say, now there's a distinction and we can go into distinctions between spirit and soul because some say it's the feminine, the masculine. But for my sake, my purpose is I would say spirit is just pure, right? It's pure. So we're not purifying soul. What we're purifying is body, material. See. If we go back to, quote unquote, the beginning, the, the way that the scientists see it is that in the beginning there was, they say light, but I, I say that's wrong. I say that's where we screwed up the storyline, in my personal opinion. Now, don't quote me on it because <laughs> this is an opinion. I'm just letting you know. Um, and my worldview. In the beginning, there was darkness. That's it. Now, what arose out of that darkness? The potential for life the potential for something different to happen. So how it happened, I don't know. They think it was a big bang. They say all these things scientifically. We try to describe it, explain it. But what happened is once that happened, something was set into motion and time and space was created. So now we're experiencing time and space and you know molecules and all these things were created out of stardust and then the evolution of the stars what happened is we had supernovas and different material was made from that because atoms joined together and and nuclei whatever it is everything came together and and created something new and before you knew it it created this planet this earth and us now that's a theory that's a, a theory and trust me there's so much in between that okay and and then we can say that we're the fourth evolution of star stardust, if you will. So we are this embodiment of stardust. And we're trying to keep it together. We're trying to hold it together in mass. Cleansing, not cleaning. Cleansing the spirit. So I don't I think the spirit cleanses us. So I would I would reverse that, but Tell me how you think you're cleansing your spirit. I think our spirit cleanses us. That's kind of the way that I see it. So it's like spirit, mind, body. And our spirit, because for me, spirit is connected into every domain of my life. And so I put spirit into my health, my work, a career, all of that. And by spirit, I mean that pure energy. So we could say that that pure energy that exists in everything. And I allow that to lead me and to help me to purify my body and my thoughts. 
so you can uh, do purification spirit by cleansing off the thoughts. Okay, so cleansing off the thoughts. So basically, you're using spirit to purify your thoughts. And you said approving. So approaching this. Pro this is how I'm approaching the process. Oh, got it. Okay, cool. Good. Glad I'm glad that you're 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 using alchemy. That's so awesome. That's great. Um, not many people are. I think more and more people are starting to come into alchemy and starting to understand that it's probably the most powerful thing we can do. It, it just it, it, it's it's everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere, and you know it allows us to engage with both the conscious, unconscious, subconscious, and material world, and get some result. Now. Being careful, like my friend was talking about magic, and um, magic really is alchemy in motion. That's, I mean, probably the basic, most basic way to say it. But there's a consequence, and so it's really about being careful about what you do because you don't really know the result. As you can see, and what I was reading in the past is they took mercury, and the powder that resulted from the mercury killed them. Well, the same is true even in our spiritual being. We can feel like we're going through a death and sometimes we get lost in the ether, don't know how to come back down to earth. So we can get lost. You know, there's almost a, a point where too much is too much. Too much of, of alchemy, too much of going into the unconscious or the even the subconscious too much processing and not enough being in the body. So it's remembering that we have both and learning to bridge the gap between the both. We're in a very unique time. It's kind of cool when you think about it. It's kind of badass. Okay. I'm just going to say that we have a body. It's not easy to maneuver. It's not easy to maintain, but it's still kind of awesome. Right. We're still trying to look for other creatures that are exactly like us in other planets. We're trying to look for other planets that are like we I mean, we engage with the creatures on our planet. Beyond that, yeah, maybe. OK, then there's there's people who say, well, we engage with aliens and all this stuff. And that's fine. I'm not saying that there's not um, this universe is too vast. There's too many galaxies and all that. To, to say that there's not other uh, species that are similar to us. However, <clears throat> I'm not, you know, there's not one in front of me right now. I would say I am, <laughs> or I could say you guys are, but it's kind of cool that we have a body. You know, a tree can't move. Now, one thing that I, I've been thinking about, too, which is really kind of crazy, because when we look at alchemy and we look at the stars and we look at human beings and we look at the planets and we look at, um, you know, all of that stuff, um, what what's really interesting is that we are no, I, I can't say that we're any smarter than we were before. I, I know we want to believe we're intelligent beings and and all this, but when we look at the evolution and what's happened, and I didn't even know this until recently, that the earth itself, the species that lived here before us, right, were putting off this gas or admitting this gas, and the gas was oxygen. 
oxygen was actually toxic and they were admitting the gas or creating a waste that was actually toxic to the species that used to embody the planet. So they had to learn to metabolize it. They had to learn to metabolize oxygen. And guess what? We're the result of that. We're the result of that metabolism. We can metabolize oxygen. We need oxygen. Where it's very toxic to other creatures. And at one point, it nearly made the first species on the planet go extinct. They didn't know how to metabolize it. Then they learned how to metabolize the oxygen. Okay. Now, here's the deal we are at that same critical point. So here's another way to look at why I think our species not so intelligent. We're putting, we're admitting gas that's killing us, like nuclear radiation. If we were to continue to do nuclear radiation and create these off-gassing, go into a nuclear, go where there's nuclear radiation and see if you're going to survive. You won't be able to metabolize it. Metabolism is the most important thing for us. It's the most critical thing for our body, and it's the best way to purify the body and the soul. So if we're looking at or purify the body and our thoughts, right? Not the soul. I would say the soul, I would say the soul or the spirit, well, there's a distinction there. So I'd have to go into that. One is being purified, one in motion, one there. So when we look at it, we're metabolizing something in the body. Now, in order for us to be great alchemists, right, we'd have to understand how to use our body as a vessel and find the elixir for ourselves. So how do we metabolize the, the chemicals that are, are coming into our body, right? Metabolism, how do we use um, and transform what we put in our body into energy that we can use? You see, maybe we could fly. Maybe we could elevate. Maybe we could do all these things, but we don't know because we're so dense right now and we're trying to metabolize all of the toxins that are coming through us. If we continue on the path that we are continuing, we will go extinct. It's not if, it's when. If we continue to put off these gases, this is nothing new. The species before us did the same exact thing. So that radiation then what? The radiation, maybe the result of that radiation is a new species with five eyes and ten arms. Have you seen what radiation does to people? Deforms them in a, in a different way because the body's trying to figure out how to metabolize that energy potential. And it can't, doesn't know how. So we are part of the alchemy that started from the beginning of time. The process lives within us and we live in it. So it's understanding how to utilize it, right? And this takes it a step further because we become the vessel for the alchemy. We become the magic. We are the magic. But we're also not using our magic wisely at all. What we're doing, we're not, for being so intelligent, I just wrote a paper, like for being so intelligent, we're not really that intelligent. We're killing ourselves, basically. We are. And we have no one to blame. You know, it's, it's, it's us as a human race. We all, we're all a part of that. Now, 
why because we seem there's so many humans on this planet right now you know it's at an ultimate high and so we're putting off the the, the gas that's going to kill us right wrong good or bad no it just is and this is a fact these are facts the facts are in ancient times there's been extinction of several species over and over again that's the way it works right and somehow we think we're above all that yeah way too many sinners yeah we think we're above it that's the problem we think we're above it and you know it's kind of funny because we'll go into symbology right and the symbology that we see is anything really um solid not really no it's atoms the mind can manipulate matter See, there's the problem, manipulate matter. I don't manipulate, we don't manipulate. So we need all this really. Um, yeah, now if you wanna use the word manipulate, I'd be very careful because manipulation is sorcery and that's fine if you're a sorcerer. I don't dive in sorcery. Um, I don't try to manipulate matter. I work with matter. I'm not above matter. See, the, the, the mind frame of manipulation says I'm above it. I'm not. I am it. And it is me. And we are one. And so we, we work together. And, no, and that's why chemistry has bastard. That's what, manipulation is the reason why we're in this screwed up mess. They're trying to rise above God or be God. or I don't know what they're trying. Honestly, I don't know what they're trying to do. Let's just be real. Good afternoon. But they've they've used manipulation and that manipulation has led to some really effed up results that's why we're living in this weird ass world it's weird we're not above humans have always through the spirit you can ask spirit in helping the sonship spirit will do it for you yeah spirit is good yes and that's that's a that's a big one um i do agree with that um in terms of uh, spirit, right? Um, does it, I put spirit into all aspects of my life because we would say we could say that spirit is is the energy potential to purify everything, to purify our bodies, our minds, and our spirits. I don't do alchemy at all. Okay, but you are alchemy. That's the point right it's like you are alchemy even if you don't do alchemy that's the that's the point is that we are alchemy in motion you are an unfolding of an alchemic process that happened naturally and organically alchemy happens organically naturally and so as humans we can view that and we can work with it working with it allows us to purify the body allows us to live in harmony and tranquility without like i'm not trying here's a deal let's just do it very i am spirit amen yes you are okay so let's just look at it from this perspective very simple not trying to conjure up the whole universes and all of these crazy elixirs and all this stuff okay or even magic basically you are magic okay here's the deal your body okay simple let's just look at that you you've been gifted a body Okay, that's a true, right? Is that true? Yes, I have a body, you have a body. You've been gifted a body. Now, 
How you use that body is up to you. Now, there's going to be suffering and accidents that happen, correct? So you could stub your toe on the bed or take off a whole nail and that shit's going to hurt. And maybe you didn't fully create that experience, but it's there and there's suffering there. And so you have to learn how to find your way back to harmony, right? Because you don't want to live in the pain. But here's the, here's the deal. Humans are not even taking care of the vessel that they've been given. With the food that they put in their body, with the exercise and all that, we are a vessel. And in order for us to experience this beautiful world through the vision, through our sensations and all that, and live a good, healthy life, it's about what we put in our body. So you are an alchemist in a way. Because every time you put something in your body, there's a result, there's a chemical reaction. You're putting into the vessel something. That something is giving out some kind of energy potential. Now, that doesn't sound so fun as I'm going to go eat, I don't know, some crappy meal that tastes good, right? But there's a result and a consequence and the body knows it. So we are our own vessel. We are the magic. The magic happens within us. Our body transmutes that energy. We don't have to do shit. It literally does it for us. It's pretty kind of cool. But if we could learn to honor the vessel that we have, right? If we knew how to understand how to work our body, like, ah, okay, I ate the damn popcorn because I love popcorn and that made me feel like shit. <laughs> My body's telling me something. My vessel is saying, uh-uh. We don't transmute that shit. We don't transform it. We can't use that energy properly. Don't do it again. Now it's up to me to say, okay, well then what's good? Or I could eat hemp seed, right? And a nice smoothie and my body transforms that energy and I feel like a million dollars, like I can fly. You see, purifying not only the thoughts, but the body itself. We are the vessel. We are the magic. We are the magic in motion. Your body is your vessel. And we're putting chemicals into our body and we're, we're getting a result. And we're either extending our life or shortening our life. We're either helping our, our, our construct to stay in place or we're pulling it apart and we're decaying it. So there's, again, we are alchemy. You are alchemy. You are the vessel. So, so even though you don't, you're saying you're not doing alchemy, you are. You are alchemy. That's the point is that you don't have to do anything. You already are alchemy <laughs> in motion. And you are the vessel. We still have to be how responsible we do with our body. Yeah, we, we do or we don't. Here's the deal. We are responsible for the way that we feel. We can't blame somebody else for putting the cheeseburger in the mouth. <laughs> that is your responsibility. Now, how you feel is not my responsibility. Now, that sounds harsh, but it's the truth. I can't be, how could I be responsible for how you feel? I can't be in your body. I can give you tips. I can tell you what's good for you. I know a lot about nutrition, and I can say this, yummy cheeseburger, right? But then you feel shitty after, right? <clears throat> So how do we use alchemy or the process of alchemy? Understand our bodies. Remember, as within, so without. If we don't, here's the thing. Science, it's funny, okay? I'm just going to throw this out there. 
it's going to sound like a judgment. I'm going to just say that right off the bat. These people that are in public health, okay, I work in public health, public health, um, doctors, nurses, all this, they're preaching health, okay? They don't take care of themselves. More nurses smoke cigarettes than any other people. Like, that's really high. That's like the worst thing you could do for yourself. They, you can't metabolize the tobacco properly, the nicotine properly. Your body doesn't like the nicotine. It doesn't process it right. You could, so it's all about metabolism and what we put into our body. But these people that we're supposed to go to that tell us how to operate our body and tell us what's healthy for us don't even take care of their health. So it's it's interesting. So looking at it from that perspective, you say, how do I take care of my health? How do I become responsible for my vessel? And it's understanding your body. It's understanding what works for you. Now you're either extending life or you're shortening your life. And you can see it from that perspective. The, the alchemy happens naturally. If I put, you know, um, if I take drops of, of turmeric or cayenne, or if I take these supplements, there's a, a chemical reaction that happens in my body. I am not doing that. I don't have the power. I wouldn't even, I'd probably forget. I would die overnight if I had to be responsible for all the processes that my body has to do in order for me to live. <laughs> Your heart's beating. That's alchemy. We're not doing it. I'm not doing it. Are you doing it? No. You're not the one making my heart beat. I'm not making your heart beat. It just does it. That's pretty badass. It's kind of cool. So we we are alchemy in motion. Okay. And how we utilize that is important. So how what are you putting in your body? Okay. Uh, the Rockefeller medicine is a lie. Yeah, it's witchcraft. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. And that's an easy way for you to um, understand alchemy in motion. They did use alchemy. That's why I said manipulation is sorcery because that's what they do. They try to manipulate um, natural law. They try to bend nature to their own agendas. And so now you get it. Now you're understanding what I mean by that when I say, so we don't want to manipulate nature. It's not what we're doing. We're working with nature. We're trying to understand how we work in harmony. How do we become friends? right? How do we love one another and, and know what's good and stay away from those things that like, if we burnt mercury back in the past, because they thought that they could purify their bodies into perfection. The problem with the model we have today, they, they don't honor the chaos. They don't honor all of these things. And they're constantly trying to purify and they think that the, the purification comes from external happenings it doesn't it's the internal so yes the medicine is a lie it's not that it's well i wouldn't say a lie it's manipulation so the lie comes in the propaganda that they're putting around it so yes that i would say yes the propaganda of how they market the medicine is a lie you see your body is powerful your body has everything it needs to overcome. And if it doesn't, it's because you're not putting the right things in your body. Our bodies were designed to live in this environment. 
So whatever comes, if a new something happens and our body doesn't know how to metabolize it, it'll learn to metabolize it or will perish. There's bigger issues here. And I, and I don't want to get into the whole what's going on, the virus and all that. But I will say this. Our bodies know how to overcome these simple viruses, what our bodies can't overcome and could be the death of all human humanity is 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 um radiation our bodies cannot live in an environment that has radiation in it and based on you know what they're doing with all of these chemicals <clears throat> and creating radiation our bodies can't metabolize that i would highly encourage you guys to look at that look at metabolism now, metabolism not only for humans, but metabolism for the earth itself metabolizes things. It's, it's, it's huge. It's how we take in energy and how we utilize it and what's good for our body and what's not good for our body. So we learn to um, take in oxygen and metabolize that. And plants, as we do carbon dioxide, exhale, they metabolize the carbon dioxide. And so there's that partnership with plants that we have. It's a partnership that was created. We didn't create the partnership. The grand designed it. The great alchemy. <clears throat> we didn't we didn't create that. I didn't create the partnership with plants. Neither did you. But we forget this. We're in partnership with everything around us. We need that oxygen, but that oxygen was very toxic to the species that came before us, it, they couldn't survive. So it was very toxic. But for us, we need it for survival because we can metabolize it. So you're you are you are an alchemic process. Everything inside of you is alchemically happening, which is kind of cool. And that's what they're trying. That's what they were trying to understand. But science is looking externally for answers. They're forgetting about the experience that we have within the body. And that takes a lot of different things. And we have consciousness, right? Consciousness is another piece of it. And I thought you were talking about thoughts and purifying thoughts and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So there's many parts to it because our thoughts have such powerful. Um, there's a magnitude of power in our thoughts and how it, we engage in the physiological connection between the two. So our thoughts have a physiological outcome and that can change the chemistry in our body as well. It can make our body too acidic, right? So we're looking at thoughts and all of it, but it's not just the thoughts, it's everything. And that becomes like your elixir. When you learn your elixir, right? There's the, the philosopher's stone exists there. People are constantly, what's a philosopher's stone? I wanna live forever. Well, first of all, you have to learn your body. Okay. It's, you're not taking a magic pill. You're taking your magic elixir, the elixir that helps you to survive. So you have to know now something science did do that is pretty cool because we need both. And I'm okay with science. I'm sorry. I'll read your comments in just a second. Is that they are able to look at your blood and tell you where your numbers are off and kind of what you need to do. That's kind of cool. I like doing blood work. I like looking at my blood and seeing where, oh, okay, I need this, I need that. My iron has been off. So science is good in a way. 
okay? But when we're using it to manipulate, that's different. Like my body composition completely. Like I know I need iron to survive. So I'm going to then take iron pills or I'm going to eat foods with more iron in them. That makes sense to me. Because it's already naturally occurring in my body. And I need it, right, to survive. So understanding the blood and how to balance my body for optimal health benefit. At that optimal level, I'm able to think clearer. I'm able to actually go through the purification of my thoughts. And then I can connect into the unconscious or the Akashic record and all these other things. Again, it's all of it, internal and external. Okay, as one of the things living, uh, let's see, as one with all things living and other. It is our heritage to have dominion over physical form as a child of source. This includes your body. Begins with thought and ends with thought. So, uh, yes, we have um, dominion over, but we have, I don't uh, kind of have the, so I don't know if I'd say dom for me personally. I don't see if I have dominion. I think I know what you're kind of saying by dominion over our body. We have the responsibility, but we don't necessarily have dominion. And the reason why I would say that is because, again, I'm not making my heart beat. If I had dominion over my body, that meant that I would have to make every process in my body work. There's something out. There's something else that's making my body move. I'm not doing it, but I am, but I'm not. I don't make my heart beat. If I had to have dominion over making my heart beat, I would die. Because it's a natural occurrence. It's natural. What's doing it? I mean, think about it. What's making your heart beat? If your heart stopped beating, you die. What we do have, I guess, dominion, and I don't know if that's the word I would use, but what we do have is a responsibility to ourselves if we choose to support our body in this existence, to continue to move forward, to continue to, to move on. And the only reason that word kind of gives me a, um, I kind of wouldn't say don't, is because then we're saying we're above all and we're not above all. I don't know how to make hearts beat and I don't know how to make people. People just happen. <laughs> And I wouldn't design, I wouldn't even know how to design and make a heartbeat over and over and again so that people can exist in my life. So, anywho, there you go. I think I have to go. I think the people here to do our bathrooms because we are remodeling. Um, but there you go. Thank you guys for joining. Thank you for your insight, by the way, Freedom for Um, super awesome. I love when people engage and all that kind of stuff. Um, God, uh, let's see. If you're one with uh, all you do with God. I could do anything without God or source of you like. Uh, without God or source of you like. Okay, I'm not sure what you mean by that. But uh, but thank you for engaging and thank you for giving your insights. Totally appreciate it. Again, your alchemy is your alchemy. Um, I can't get involved in that, um, but I will give you some insight. So love and light. Have a m magical day, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.